This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Thank you, Professor Graham Medley. And once again, thank you, Gerald. Mr. Shannon. Yeah, what can I do for you? I do not know. That's figures. Anyways, go back in your cage. Good evening, everyone. I'm afraid I must be going. Thank you. Go. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. You interrupt Yes, me. sir. Thank you. Good evening, once again. Welcome to another episode of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition for this Tuesday, May 12th of 2020. And from the Radio TFI Northern Command Studio, I am John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. I trust we're all doing well today. Uh, Hopefully you had a ringside seat at the Supreme Court to watch RBG and the gang go at it. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, hey, I hope everybody's okay today. Beautiful, beautiful weather day here in the New York metropolitan area. Your boy actually got up off his fat ass today and went outside. Mm-mm-mm. Damned. There was, a, there was an Ed. There was an Ed Van Ness sighting earlier today. <laughs> Any number of them. Any number of them. So the how, people, the rest of the people who were trying to get fresh air ran back for the hills. <laughs> this might be worse than the coronavirus. No! People hiding their children, dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. That's hysteria. Real wrath of God shit. Thank you. I was looking for the next line. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Hey, we, you even let an S-bomb go. Wow. Yeah. I'm feeling a little eh today. With me both. Oh, where is Rolando when you need him? Well, <laughs> and yet here we are. Here we are. Uh, I, I, me personally, I was tied up with some other goodies today and didn't really get a chance to watch too much of the news, except that I know a couple of things. Uh, the Supreme Court was in session today, being broadcast live over the phone, over a conference call. 
And this was in regarding, in reference to the Trump tax returns. And from what I'm reading from people who understand this and uh, follow it closely, it don't look good for the Trumpster. It doesn't mean he's going to be showing them to us at the end of the week, but uh, it's his boy Jay Sekulow is there in the Supreme Court. And we all remember him from his from his Titanic impeachment performances. Well, hey, he won, so what can I say? Oh, then again, the 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 uh, watch him call it was stacked against him. Uh, yeah, but the watch him call it. The how how do you say it? The how do you say it? Uh, but yeah, the. Heck the- Lost here. What uh, what was stacked against him? Oh, in the impeachment with the Republican Senate. I mean, come on. Oh, okay. I mean, come well, on. this is true. You know, let's let's not. Oh, let's here. see. Also, it's what I do. That is true. That's what I do. I. Why is, are you denying me this? Uh, because it's kind huh? of it's kind of what I do, and you know, what can I tell you? There was also Very one true. one other thing. There was a big uh, uh, Senate hearing today. This was the one where Fauci and, and some of the other health experts testified again with the Senate. Uh, of course, Trump wouldn't let them go to the House of Representatives because uh, there's Democrats there. So, and I don't, I didn't really get the gist of. I, I, Basically, Fauci came out and said, you know, what he's clearly been trying to say in private all along to President Knucklehead. You know, we're not done with this by any stretch of the imagination. So earlier this year... breaks. Right. You know, Fauci's been warning against this. and, And now, here's how we know for a fact that Fauci is on the right track. Because let me play you... Uh, oh, oh, wrong one. To whom you want to vest all of your trust. Tucker Carlson, let me uh, restart this. I'm, I didn't I didn't pull the audio, but... So here's Tucker Carlson. And this is how you know that things aren't going well for Fauci, because listen to what Tucker has to say. Is, is this the guy into whom you want to vest all of your trust? Is this the guy you want to char- chart the future of the country? Maybe not. This is a very serious matter, the decisions we're making right now. Tony Fauci has not been elected to anything. He's had the same job for nearly 40 years. That means the majority of American voters never even indirectly picked him for the role he has now. This is not the result of any kind of democratic process at work at all. Yet in the last four months, Fauci has become one of the most powerful people in the world. And some, particularly in our media and in our Democratic establishment, are clamoring to give Dr. Fauci even more power. Why? Some people seem to think he should be dictator for the duration of this crisis. That's insanity. Fauci, like every other human being, is flawed. He says things that are wise. He says things that are profoundly silly. He's not, and no one is, the one person who should be in charge. When it comes to making long-term health recommendations, this guy, Fauci, may be even more off base than your average epidemiologist. 
Plenty of doctors, by the way, think it's time for most, even all of the country, to cautiously reopen. And they have a voice in this, too. They deserve one. But in the end, no appointed doctor should make the call on what our federal policy is. We elect leaders for that because we're supposed to be in charge of the country because it's a democracy. Remember NBC, CNN? Ned Ryan is the... Now, where do you think that came from, from high on? <laughs> there, oh, the, my goodness. Now, now he brings on this guy, Ned Ryan, from the American... He's the CEO of American Majority. And, and listen to what he calls Fauci. This is a quick one. This golden calf of the administrative state is ringing hollow, and Fauci, to be very blunt, is the face of this failed administrative well, state. I, totally I think agree. we've got to question the entire premise of this. With the chief buffoon of the professional class, really quickly, the essence of science... I'm sorry, that was Tucker Carlson using the phrase, the chief buffoon. So there you go, kids and kittens, for all you uh, mega megas out there. So now, they because Fauci is saying what Trump doesn't want to hear... Now he's turning his, his attack dogs onto Fauci. Thank goodness the majority of people don't watch that pitiful excuse. That uh, Look, Radio TFI may reside in the deepest, darkest, quietest corners of the internet with our 25-watt uh, radio station here, but gosh darn it, at least we show a little respect for for the people that are out there trying to trying to keep us alive, for goodness sake. You know what? If I were if I were Fauci, I don't think he really needs the money. I don't really think at this point in time he needs the additional notoriety. Jump ship. To hell with it. Do you really do you really need the job to be Trump's uh, little lapdog? Well, no, no. Let me take that back. He's not ahead. really. Not Trump's lapdog, but I if I were if I were him, I would take the opportunity to lose the whole association with uh, Trump because you know what let let guys like uh, Buckethead and like uh, Tucker or uh, Easy Mother, you know what? Easy, uh, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna give you a little leeway tonight, but don't. Don't push it. I hey, I put the brakes on it. There you go. You should be proud of me. I'm something. Uh, yes. <laughs> then you can. T- then you don't have that leash on you. You can state exactly what your well-educated brain has is telling you right now. Give it to us straight. To hell with put trying to put the the throttle on it because it. It might it might mean the tug joints don't quite open up on time. You know, we I, I, we might not have football for another couple months. Well, I think that's why he did what he did today because he was able to speak to the Senate uh, without having Trump literally breathing down his neck. And I think he's fully prepared to get fired. I don't think Fauci stays there. Because look, he's got forty years in the same job. I'm sure he's got a nice pension and can and can bounce on out of there anytime he chooses. I don't think it's a financial thing with him at all. I think it's he wants to help. This is his life's work, and this is the biggest challenge 
he'll ever face as far as you know his line of work and the fact that he stays there because he doesn't he doesn't strike me as one of the grifters like your Mnuchins and all that that stick around because they got a piece of the pie and uh um need the Mnuchin by the way my sister just texted me and she says she agrees with you although feel free to call in what's that number John oh that number would be seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Your sisters can call and talk to me any anytime they want to agree with me. I'm all for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you might be the most agreeable Van Ness I talk to. Uh, you can you can pretty much uh, bet the ranch on that one. Your uh, your your rent money will double. You put a couple of, <laughs> a couple of pesos on that one, my friend. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think Fauci needs. He, he's not doing it for the for the money for the for the job. Look, the man stands up there and has to listen to this other talk about your chief buffoon. You know he's gonna oh, yeah. he's gonna stand there and he's got to listen to to this idiot lie. Well, the good news is now lately if. Uh, Trump doesn't even bother with the medical experts up there anymore because what's the point? What's the well, point? He just gets upset when, when they tell the truth about what's going on. Think The thing is, is that Fauci at first had that, uh, had that little whatever they call it, rally, mini rally or whatever, for him to be able to make his point. He doesn't need that anymore. The... the uh, the press pretty much hangs on every word he says. So, at this no. point in time, he he doesn't need he doesn't need Trump. No, no, not at all. No, but and I think it, if if I were him, I'd get out from underneath his thumb, and as he's walking out the door, you give him a big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Fauci's. And again, I don't know the man personally. I I wouldn't have known him if I hit him with a truck six months ago. And, uh, but he seems to me, he doesn't strike me as, uh, being that petty. I still firmly believe he wants to do the right thing. Look, he's worked under what every administration since Clinton, is it? So he's done Democrat, he's done Republican. And, and I, he knows he's, I know he knows he's an intelligent man. And even, yes. even, even a single cell amoeba can figure out that you're never going to get Trump to see your way. It's not a good idea until it's Trump's idea. Let me put it that way. Oh, okay? yeah, exactly. He's, he's never going to go with anything. But look, you, all you got to do is watch him. But I don't want to. I don't want to get too off onto that. So, hey, if anybody else wants to call, feel free. Give us a holler. Uh, you know what I saw today that they're talking about? And we talked about this what last did, night. It was very. What did you saw? What did I saw? Well, here's what I saw. I saw. They're talking about taking me out to the ball game. Well, it better be via TV. Well, 4th of July. Uh, July 4th. They're saying now they just got to get the players on board. Uh, it seems that from what they were saying today, I think the owners want to go 
uh, cut off 50% of salaries and all that. Apparently the players have already agreed to a prorated pay. Uh, but as somebody said when they were reporting this story, this is not the time to ha to uh, let, let the public watch the millionaires fight with the billionaires over money. Yeah, you know that's right. Because I, I said it a long after the last strike. Baseball cannot afford another shutdown. This is this is not their shutdown, okay? To be fair. But if they don't come back because they they can't agree on whether some utility shortstop gets five or ten million dollars, I promise you baseball as we know it will be done. Yeah. It will I totally be done. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. But I know you like to talk baseball, so and I like uh, you know I do. And you like the song. I do. I love I got four of the versions of this. It's going to be a long summer, man. It's going to be a long summer. Oh, by the way, here's something. Here's something. Until we start reporting baseball scores. Here oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's something for you. And this is when we do John and Ed versus the spread in September, which I pray to guilt Christ. Yes, yes, you, Gil. Go back to sleep. I pray to Gil Christ that we, we can start up in September, but we're going to have new theme music. I'm working on it right now. Okay. I've, I've got, what, five months to uh, six months? No, no, four months. Four months to put it together. You're going to love it or hate it. <laughs> well, I think that... Uh, Pretty much maybe... your own... Only options. Being that it's football, and being that it's the the time of uh, time of the uh, going on and everything like that, I think a good theme song would be uh, "Mike Loves This Too Will Pass." Mike loves that this too will pass. What? What? Well, well, would you like to play that, sir? Is that what I'm? I would love people to hear. Okay, you this know is what? playing on. This is playing on on all Cirrus uh, XM channels right now, just to kind of get us in a better mood. It's a catchy little tune, actually. So, but uh, you know what I have to do? I have to find it. I have to find it. Ah, there it is. There it is. All right, John, talk it up. Let's have some music. What do you say? This is Mike Love. Recently uh, released this song to try to get us all in a little better spirits there because of coronavirus. Ah, virus. Give it a listen here. You're listening to music at its best on Radio TFI. We all remember when school was out was a cause for celebrations. Nobody ever even thought about closing down entire nations. Washing hands and wearing masks, and it's not even Halloween. Shaking hands is a thing of the past due to social distancing. People are wondering how long it'll last. As the saying goes, this too shall pass. Well, I believe the best is yet to come. So let's get back to having fun, fun, fun in the sun. 
be no doubt Lots of folks deserve a big shout out First responders and the National Guard Doctors and nurses all working real hard It's kinda like a viral Super Bowl So do unto others, it's good for the soul All 50 states with a unified goal God bless America, that's how we roll People are wondering how long it'll last As the saying goes, this too shall pass Well I believe the best is yet to come So let's get back to having fun, fun, fun in the sun We're turning lemons into lemonade Just be cautious, don't be afraid Do what the doctors recommend The sooner we do, this pandemic will end time I say his name, I have to make sure I check my tongue here and not say Mike King for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> just for whatever reason, that just seems to be ringing off my uh, off my mind right at the moment. <laughs> well, while, while we were listening to that fantastic tune, I, I decided to delve in and give you a tiny little taste of what I was just talking about. The new and improved. Uh, uh, by the way, Karen, he can't see those text messages. By the way, she's texting me, and she's, she's she she he's lying to me. He's holding them up to the screen. <laughs> but anyway, here's a little something, a little taste, and this is just one of the ingredients. Just a just a smidge of what what you're gonna. See what you're going to have there back in September. And uh, so anyway, so anyway, I, oh, let's see. Let's see if we can get her to call. Karen, why don't you give us a call? And uh, yeah, I haven't heard from you in like eons. John would love to talk. And that's a long, that's a long damn time. I'll even pose a question to you if you'll call in here. I'm going to pose it anyways. But okay, there's rumor that there might be uh, there might be another uh, stimulus check on the way. Ooh, this this one, my friends, might actually be worth five k. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand. I said five thousand dollars. Dang, boy. Ain't nobody got that kind of cash. But there's a catch. Isn't there There's a catch here. Of course. What's the catch? In order order to get this, you have to agree 
to push back when you start receiving your social security check. How far? How long? That, you know what? I'm looking up and down this story and I I can't see a specific, you know, I can't see a specific time or anything like that or specific year. What's your source, sir? Um, well, any every, I've heard this on the radio no, twice. No, no. I, what did I? What did no, we no, the what? I, no, I've heard this on the radio from, you know, the CBS radio network. So I mean, that's <laughs> well, it must be. <laughs> and then there's other uh, the what I'm reading now is from BGR.com. I have no idea who they are, but I, more than one source is is uh, putting this out there. Let me let me. Uh, Describe it that way. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll let you start. Would you? Would you trade? Let Let's say the magic number is seventy five. Seventy five. Say the magic number is seventy five. Would you hold off getting your Social Security check until you're seventy five years old? What is it in now? In order to get, and what is it now? Sixty two. Sixty two and a half. I thought it was 65. Uh, it's changed. It might even be more than that. 67. Hold on just a second. All right. So, but you're talking about you won't lose any money. You just have to wait longer for it. But we'll then wait, again, wait longer to get it. Yeah. But then again, at that time of your life, you got a whole lot less in front of you than you do behind uh-huh. you. Saying mm-hmm. when you're 30, can you wait five years? Well, sure, I can do that standing on my head and probably will. But uh-huh. it's 70 or 75. Uh, I'm being told you can start at 62. Oh, okay. Thanks, Six, Karen. 62 is what, I, is, is what we're getting from our uh, off-the-air correspondent here. Uh, so, Karen, all right. we have a job for you if you want to take it. <laughs> Doesn't pay much, but... <laughs> Anyway, uh, the grandkids are asleep. She doesn't want to call. She doesn't want to. Okay. Okay. She's babysitting. I uh, use the grandkids as an excuse. I get it. <laughs> you know, you can always send tweets. I know you're on the Twitter there, dear. She's doing fine just now. Anyway, uh, so, all right. So, 62 is the earliest you can collect. And, okay. And uh, Karen's telling me she'll, she's holding out as long as she can before she collects. You know, and... Uh, I'll be 62 before she is. And, uh, I have by a short, by a very, no, actually, no, it's very confusing. We'll be 62. Anyway, let's not get into that. So anyway, so give me, so give me your offer. If I can collect at 62, which I will not be doing me personally, because, Uh and I'm in a different position because remember, I worked a lot of years in the cab business where I didn't, put a whole lot into no so it really doesn't matter here you're there it doesn't matter to me me i'd jump on the five grand but now you're talking about for average joe that is actually paid into the system by the way a a system Mm -hmm. that has long since been drained and is used for virtually everything else except its intended purpose it was never intended to do any of the things it does now except to give you security in your older age 
That mm-hmm. is it. That's all it was ever intended to do. And there are people out there collecting Social Security benefits. I'm not saying they shouldn't be collecting from somewhere or there's not a need, uh, you know, for people who, who are disadvantaged or, or become disabled, et cetera, et cetera, but not out of the Social Security funds. That money's supposed to be there for you. Our money is long since gone. The people that are putting in now are putting in for the people that are collecting now. And that was never the way it was intended to be. But moving on. So, you know, well, you got to think about it. It it all depends. It's really going to depend on the person and how much of a time frame we're talking here. Are we talking two years? Are we talking a 10-year deferment? And again, that's a long time at that stage of our lives. Keep in mind, in 10 years, I'll be 71 years old. Physically, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot different for me. You know, uh-huh. uh, I'm hoping to work till I'm 70. If, if we ever go back to work, you know, yeah. and uh, and then go on from there. Hopefully, I've I've stashed enough away and, and all that to, to keep me. Well, know, I already on. plan on, on working until... Until you drop? Uh, I'm no... Yeah, pretty much. I, was- I have no... No uh, delusions of grandeur when it comes to retirement. My retirement plan when I was still in the cab business was a very simple one. I paid premiums twice a week. And uh, it was the, uh, you know, the state of Florida retirement system. You probably know it better as the lottery. That was my... uh, that was my only chance at retiring and the chances have only gone up slightly now and again i gotta get back to work i gotta work for 10 years i gotta work till i'm 70 and at that point i'll see how i'm feeling how i'm doing if i can continue to work you know i probably will i probably will but uh no i'm I'm, if somebody will hire me um i Definitely have it in mind, you know, if I can no longer drive, you know, every right. most of the hierarchy at the company that I'm at are all all drivers younger than me. Oh, no, younger no, than no. you. I'm sorry. Yeah. CEO's younger. The office manager's younger. Um, so those people, if they can, if they can keep a steady ship and don't give up on this, um, will be, you know, if they're there in another 10 years, 10 or 15 years, I've got, a, I've got a job guaranteed if I, if I decide right. I really don't feel up to driving anymore. Right. So, and well, they don't, good. they don't mind age. They hired a retired, uh, they were hired a retired bus, Greyhound bus driver to be their safety manager for the longest time. Did a great job too, by the way. So, I'm I'm pretty damn sure I'll have a job at this company for as long as I as long as I want to. Even I, like I said, I wish I you had drive. more. I wish you had more details. I'd love to know. Now, is this just something somebody's proposing, or is this actually on the on the uh, discussion table for for Congress? Well, Nancy Pelosi has rolled it out there. Um. She's the one that wanted to who wanted to get the the conversation started with the next uh, next stimulus. Uh, 
Now, I'm sure, though, when Republicans get a hold of it, uh, there's going to be probably less money, going to be at least some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, cut into the Social Security. I wouldn't count on that Uh, because, because they managed to, I'm not going to lie to you. When I found out about the $600 a week thing, I was shocked that that they they let this go through. I thought for a, I didn't think for a moment the Senate would they let it. They let but, it go through despite what uh Miss Lindsay's uh objections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I was there was something I was going to say and talk about and I can't for the life of me. Uh Oh. Suffering from the Shannon syndrome. Oh yes, and and it's something that's been on my mind for quite some time too, and I can't for the life of me think of what it is. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to get in on this conversation, if you're too shy to uh, talk to us on the phone, you can always send a text to that very same number. Or you can get on the old tweeter there. It's at Taxi Stand Hour if or, you would like to uh, or if you're like order my, the payphone. Right. Or if you're like my sister and you have my private number, you can you can text me there. <laughs> Karen, you have my number too, you know. <laughs> I know I don't rank as high as brother, but you have oh, my no, number you're, too. You're higher. Trust me. Trust me. You're on... Uh, <laughs> You're on a much better plane than I am. So, uh, gosh darn, what was it I was talking about, uh, or I was thinking about? Mm. Just a matter of time, Ed. Man, I tell you what. I tell you what. It had something to do. I tell with you the, what. I'll tell you. Uh, I think I. I know the company I used to work with back in the day. Virtually everybody in management had been a driver at some point uh-huh until they got to the point where nobody had ever driven a cab before matter of fact it got to the point where they had to stop attempting to correct driver behavior because too many drivers would say to them well when was the last time you were out in a cab i asked that of one of our old yeah. operations managers once and i was sincere i thought he had been a driver I said, uh, whatever his name was, I said, I said, you've been out there. When was the last time you drove? And he kind of, he looked down, you know, his eyes went down to his desk and he says, I, I, I've never driven it. I said, wait a second. Mm. You're giving people grief about how they deal with customers and this, that, and the other thing. And you've never been behind the wheel of a cab. You're taking, I'm not saying customers are wrong. Don't, this is not the, but you don't know what it's like to deal with a customer in a cab at night at four o'clock in the morning. And you're going to sit there and tell somebody they're doing it wrong. I said, you know, we were having a conversation about dispatch and, uh, you know, they had screwed me over. This one we had, the computer dispatch was new and I got into a little tussle with them over the phone. And I got up and I walked out. I said, you, you got nothing, you got nothing to say to me at this point on how to behave or anything like that. You don't know. You're not out there. You know, we're trying to explain to you, to you folks here what's going on. But if you don't, you don't know 
what it's like to be out there behind the wheel. I mean, you can't sit there and admonish somebody for doing something quote unquote wrong or not according to, look, get out there and do it. Now, over the past 15 years, not a soul, not one person there drove a cab. And I think that was a, that was a, a, a move they did intentionally, but there's nobody there anymore. So, uh, the latest report I got is unfortunately one of the people that worked up front, uh, very lovely woman, again, never drove a cab in her life. Uh, not, not, not the sharpest tool in the box, but, uh, as sweet as they come, she had been there 25 years. I found out she passed away, uh, about a month or so ago, which, which was a shame, but, but they haven't replaced her. They're not going to because there's no need to, you know, they've got cars all over the place. My, my source told me you can barely walk through the lot. There are so many cabs parked there. So, you know, that is, you know, I, I wonder, speaking of Florida, I haven't heard much here of, of, but I wonder how old Mears, Mears was oh I, t- I I mentioned this a while ago. Mears was sold. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, we talked about this. This is about yeah, six, we probably did. This was about six months, eight months ago. Because uh, I was shocked. I was shocked when I read that that Mears had been sold because they, although in hindsight, good for them. I'm glad they made the move and got out. It it. But at one point, just two years ago, they were getting ready to build a brand new uh, headquarters with, you know, garage space, everything. They were going to, you know, and that's a, if you're not familiar with MERS, M-E-A-R-S, when it came to transportation in the state of Florida, especially central Florida, they were it. They had it all. Yeah. Taxis, limos, buses, you name it. They had it. I mean, they didn't have much of a presence in South Florida, but boy, oh boy, you knew that name you because you saw them. Mm-hmm. We we saw their not just the buses, we saw the cabs. You know, people would cut. You know, oh. I can remember back in the day they had vans with meters in them, and mm-hmm. uh, big, big, big fifteen passenger vans, and you know, people would catch. However, they had to get the Lauderdale Airport or whatever. You know. Uh, Mears was huge, and they took a big, big, big hit with Uber, uh, like we all did. But they were they were rebounding. Uh, they were making some changes, and uh, th- again, they were gonna. And then they sold. I'd have I'd have to look it up to to get the details. But no, no, the the Mears family is out, out. There. Yeah, we I, wish them the best. They are very well run company they were well-oiled machine everything i heard about them everything i read i really i didn't want to live in central florida though i really really considered uh i knew guys that had gone up there for a change uh and they you know they liked the company the company was great you know they really did take care of their drivers they didn't put up on any nonsense but you know, they took care of their drivers and, and they had things laid out. You drove for them, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, uh, so you know, as well as anybody, you know, they had their particular way of doing things. And, uh, and, but I didn't want to live in central Florida. I just, I just, yeah, 
I didn't want to be part of the Disney theme park. I know there's more to it than that, but I, I yeah, just... it, that was the one thing is is that I driving for mirrors. They they I I wish I had had more time to actually drive cab down there before Uber took over uh, down that way. Uh, like I said, very well run company, but the fact of the matter is is that. After after Hurricane uh, Charlie, um, you know, poor poor little old me, I feel bad for even saying this to this day, but uh, I was without power for eight days. We were in one of the poor <laughs> neighborhoods, and yeah, exactly. Isn't, isn't that I'm trying to quote you directly? Isn't that hey, the, okay? Yeah, that's pretty close. Okay, good. Just so I know, I got it. No, I I recognize. I'm not going to oh. be a hypocrite. Okay. Um, but the problem was, was is after that eight days without power, uh, eight days without power in Minnesota, depending on the time of the year, would be a cakewalk. But um, eight days without power in Orlando, Florida. Uh, what time no. of year? What, time, what month was it? I know what time of year it was. I think that was, uh, I think, that what what month was that i want to say that was in september oh oh yeah that's that's throw yourself off the building weather <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that, no 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 that's central that, florida is just as much much of a swamp and a quagmire <laughs> as south florida was at that time of year oh no one of the greatest things about uh, when i was sick and in my coma was that it was in set it was the late august i missed no, I'm sorry. September, August. Anyway, it was that time of year, and I missed it. Two solid weeks. Boom. Didn't have to deal with it. Oh, yeah. That's... That's... <laughs> no, I can't blame silver, you there. Silver silver line to every cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So after after the storm, you bailed out, huh? Well, no, actually, it wasn't after... It wasn't after um, Charlie... It was when they were reporting that uh, Francis was coming two oh, weeks later. That was 2005. That was four or five. But that was that two-year stretch where, man, there were storms every 20 minutes. Four, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was something else. Yeah, yeah that and, was. Uh, and then the next year was Roma. One, when, when I heard about that second one, I said, I'm packing up whatever I have. <laughs> In my rickety old van that I brought, I brought to Florida from Las Vegas, packing that up with three dogs, and I skedaddled back to Minnesota. You couldn't, you know. Oh my God! It's funny. I try to remind people when I when I talk about Hurricane Wilma. What letter does Wilma start with? W. What? Wilma. A. They had never gotten that far. They had never used the W uh, name before. W is the last letter that they actually have names for. That's how busy it? the following year was. 2004 was nothing compared to 2005. Oh, you missed a big, big year. Uh, oh, speaking of speaking of Minnesota, the Gopher State. So I'm watching the Today Show this morning, as I am wont to do. And in the last half hour, the 8.30 portion of the show, since they can't have people out on the street in the uh, Today Show Plaza, the Rockefeller Center Plaza, 
they now have the virtual plaza, people zooming in, you know. And one of the first families they talked to from Egan, Minnesota. I thought, I know that town. Who was it from Egan, Minnesota? Anybody famous? Uh, or no, 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 no. Just families. This, these were just families. Families, huh? Uh, huh. Uh, uh, what was the the little girl's name? Something with an A. I can't think of it. But from Egan, Minnesota. From hey, Egan, Minnesota. Cool. I said, hey, I, that's what I was trying to think of, and I couldn't remember. That's I see. You, uh, you as I'm as I understand things, unless you're doing something behind my back here, are uh, not in any type of relationship. <laughs> no. That okay. That's good. Well, I just wanted to be sure before I laid this on you here. I just happened to stumble across this. So this is, and it came to me via uh, fact. Uh, what is it? What the- you're faded. You faded out. We're not getting you. I'm sorry. Um, the, the the Twitter handle is just fact. Yes, I know. That's it. it. I know it. You do. Yes. Well, they came up with something. They came up with ten signs that you are in a clingy relationship. <laughs> oh, I wish that I were- had the. Dr- I wish I had the drum roll. Here you go. Number, excuse me, did I say 10 signs? You said 10, yes. You you lucked out, it's only 8. Oh boy, oh boy. There you go. And I'm not going to go into depth with them, you'll know what I'm talking about. Number 8, you always text first. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good rule. Uh, Number 7, and I've looked over these and I'm thinking, rut row. (laughs) <laughs> I'm thinking they may be writing my song here. Uh, their photo is your wallpaper. Guilty as charged. Okay. Yeah, that, that, there you go. There you go. Um, number six, they're all, you're always checking for their response. That one, not so much. You Just know? because I got too much to do. Well, you forget I'm not isolated, so. Well, that's there's there's something to be said for that. There's if I something. if I was in your position, sitting in that, sitting there at home like that, and I'd be texting, why are they taking so long? Why are they taking so long to reply? You always check number five. You always check their social media activity. Um, Granny Annie isn't much into social media, not like some people. Doesn't tweet hardly at all. Puts out a couple of Facebook posts now and then. She's not big into social media. The last time I was uh, in a, any kind of serious relationship, uh, uh, the post office was your social media. Uh, <laughs> wow. You are definitely part of the me generation. Pony Express, you know. <laughs> Number three. Did I skip four? Who knows? Read for. Is it social media? They skipped one. I feel cheated here. Literally, they went from five to three here. So, I don't... Whatever, man. Uh, Number three, you can't be away from them. I don't know if that's so true. Uh, I don't know if that's so true as far as uh, with Annie and I. I mean, I love being around her. 
but you know i i work uh 10 to 12 hours a day so i've gotten used to our our offline correspondent is uh says pigeon mail <laughs> way to go it's, it's it's carrier pigeons but that's okay we'll take it we'll accept that answer yes exactly uh number two you are constantly looking for their attention uh, I guilt might be when when uh, when uh, we're in the same room and everything like that yeah you know I'm, I would I'm, I don't I don't know anybody like that at all where where they can't even so much as uh breathe without being uh, without you know somebody there clinging and, and seeking all the attention, I know nobody like that. <laughs> I feel like everybody is like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, What's number num- one. Oh boy, here we go. Writing short novel size texts. Okay. I I. I don't, I never sent a text in my life, I swear to God, until I met Granny Annie. That's how they, that's how they roll in this family. They love texting. Well, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Hey, I'm being texted at right now as we speak by our outdoor correspondent, our non-communicative, our, uh. She better get her ass back indoors. Don't you know there's a uh, virus out there? She don't care. She's tougher than the virus. That I don't doubt. She's tough in the numbers. That, that I don't doubt. That she, is... She went through mumps, chicken pox, German measles, and five younger brothers and sister. <laughs> that is definitely one woman that I would have no fear whatsoever uh, escorting me in, uh, into a dark alley. All done. No, knowing I'd be safe. What? John, we have a caller on the line. We had a caller we, on the we line. We did. We did. We'll uh, we'll reconnect with our caller. Uh, Who do you recognize it or? Oh, I recognize it. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I. Uh, as, as long as it's not Sam, I'm I'm good. It is not Sam. You're you're doing just fine. You're All doing right. you're doing just fine. Uh, let me call back our. You keep talking, John. I'll... So he's okay. gonna. He's going to call this caller who hung up on us. All right. Well, caller, give us a call back. Oh, did she decide to call us after all? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Call back. Please, please. Please call back. He's tired of talking to me. (laughs) Well, that's part of it, man. But, uh... (laughs) anyway. Oh, maybe, maybe she butt dialed us. No, no, no. She uh, she did it intentionally. You uh, you keep rambling there. Uh, okay. Well, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, maybe I can share something I didn't get to share yesterday here. Let's see. Let's see what we can find out here. Oh, well, anyways. This one here I saw uh, picked up off of the website uh, Raw Story earlier uh, today, which states that uh, Trump has met his match with female reporters. Oh, well, anyway. Go ahead. Karen, go ahead. 
John, say hello to her. Yeah, hi. Hello, Karen. How are you doing? Good. How are you? What's oh, going on? Oh, just ducky. Just duck. Wait, why am I hearing? Just am I good? You got, I'm you, turn I'm your good. turn your device down. Turn your device down that you're listening. You were listening to us. Yeah, you can't have. You can't be on the phone with us and listen to us. There's a tw- wait. There's now, a- can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but you need to turn off whatever however you're listening to us. I'm on my phone. I know, but you're listening on your computer. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you fine, but you have to turn us off on the other device. Wait, now can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Turn off the computer. (laughs) Okay. Turn off the sound on the computer. Yes. There you go. How you doing? There we go. Hello? Oh, did she go away? (laughs) Karen. Karen. She's the next one you got to work with, Ed. (sighs) Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. I love you, sis. Now, if you're going to call in anybody, please turn off your radio or whatever device you're using to listen to us. Uh, because it just echoes. Or turn the volume down on it. Or turn yeah. the volume down. The It echoes back, and there's a 20-second delay. So it, it just becomes a nasty, nasty echo. And I'm going to try my sister one more time, and we'll see how this works out. One ringy Hi, you've reached the cell phone of Karen Steiger. I am uh, unavailable at the moment. Please leave your okay. name. Well, well, we'll touch base with Karen sometime soon. We're running out of time now. Uh, someday soon. Someday soon. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh. Well, damn it. I thought I had more of a story to read here, but apparently I don't. But anyways, it's it's true, though. It's, it's the... The female reporters in, that are in the uh, in these little mini rallies here of late. One moment, please. Okay. Okay. I'm back. Yes, you are. Now, what you have to turn off is the computer, I not think your phone. She, I think she's I got turned, it this time. I turned okay. the sound off. Okay, very good. What up? Very good. Nothing much. Not so much. I wanted to hear myself on the computer, but I guess I can't. I'll send you the link. Okay. I'll send you the link for the replay. That's all right. That's all right. I think I sound good anyway. What I think. What time do you guys? You go sound off, wonderful. Uh, yes, ten oh, Eastern thanks. time. Yeah, that's correct. I'm 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 uh, like quarantine fatigued right now. So um, join the club, you know. sis. Oh. God almighty, it's been awful. Well, if you want to come out to the Twin Cities and uh, drive my, I'll leash you my my quasi-cab for a couple weeks, if you like, I mean. You're not not under quarantine? Nope. No, not like us, no. You mean mean I could go get a haircut and my nails done? (laughs) Well, no, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Not just yet. Could I get a haircut? (laughs) Well, my, uh, I'd rather get my nails done. Well, the only way, Karen, the only way you can get a haircut is if, if uh, you go to a, a puppy salon. I'll cut or, your or, hair. At this point, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you the same haircut I gave myself. How about that? No, no, no. Uh, I told you everything had to go. Just not the hair. Just, <laughs> I don't know. 
John saw what you looked like. Oh, but. John most he watched, Oh, yes. He watched the whole process. Remember, see, Karen, we can so, see each other during the show. So he watched that whole thing happen. Oh, okay. Including his okay. lame yeah. attempt to try to grow a beard. Well, that's what we're it talking about. Pretty. Yeah, no, he needs to get rid of everything. Oh. It's gone. It's gone. Oh. It's been gone. It's the been gone. Are you saying he should adapt the Mr. Clean look? He did. Uh, yep. He did. No, when you when you sent me that picture, you still had that hair stubble. Well, it's stubble. Well, but you see, okay. the thing is, is when he tries to grow a beard, Karen, I, I said he he shouldn't shouldn't even need to shave. He just put a little cream on his chin, and just let a cat lick it off, and he's got a winner. <laughs> the Van Ness men are not That's known like- for their facial hair. Oh Lord, have mercy! I'm t- no, you're right. Cause half of them are bald as it is. So <laughs> Michael had a mustache when he was a kid. He looked like a Puerto Rican, and uh... oh my God! <laughs> well, I better watch what I'm saying because I don't know who's listening. So Last you so, something I got, so I got you, in trouble. So you got a couple of minutes here. T- tell us yeah, what you. A couple what, of minutes. Go ahead, spew it out, sis. <laughs> no, we don't have. We don't have. No, I was just saying, and like you said, I. When John was talking about Dr. Fauci, Fauci, I'm saying it incorrectly. I agree. I think this man just should pick his stuff up, blow a spitball in his face, and say, adios. See you, I don't that's, my, that's my friend. Give him, a lo- give him a lollipop with hair on it that fell on the rug and say, I'm out. Goodbye. I don't disagree but with like, it. How I... ironic did that, is it that COVID is in that White House? How ironic. Yeah, it's a hoax, I you know. It. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When he, when he, not even joking. When he went on that whole thing about injecting the disinfectant, he did not say bleach or Lysol. No, he did not. He said, we, I, I, I make sure to be clear on that every time. Disinfectant. Yep. I just kept looking at the woman doctor. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this poor woman. This poor woman. So somebody had put up like a little meat, like a video of it, and like would like words like in, in a bubble over her head, like, oh, he's going to say it. Oh, dear yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. he's going to say it. <laughs> and when she goes, Christ on a bike, don't say it. Fa- and I mean, it was funny. But these poor people, just like, just get up, get out, go away from him. He's yeah. a baby. It's like preschool. Oh, no. Preschool, go away. I Oh, I can't no more. I don't even watch them. I'll be I don't. Well, nobody puts them on anyway. So n- none of the local stations here. Yeah, no, you want so, Yeah, I, I watched them uh yesterday and I was watching live on what? MSNBC. CNN or oh, MS- MSN, no, yeah, I, I didn't cable. even waste my time. Well, it's fine. I'll be with you. That's who, what I'm here for. Who I watch? I was going to say I <laughs> is, is 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 no, I Cuomo. watch Cuomo. I I get it ready every day, watch them. But like I just said to my husband, Nothing. I said he's got he's mm, he's got to change it up now because he's saying the same thing over and over and over. He's not giving us any more information. Like when I understand, yes, we're gonna be open. Karen, Karen. So on and so forth. I, I, yeah. Karen, we're up against the end of the up up against the end of the show. I appreciate oh, you joining us. Call back tomorrow. We call back tomorrow. We'd love to have you on. Okay, well, I didn't see the wrap-it-up sign, so I just kept going. <laughs> well, you know, that's you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we send our own wrap-it-up signs here. 
All right. All right. Well, from the Northern Command good Studio, good. I'm John Shannon. It's good to talk to you, Karen. And I got the money. Take care. Okay. Take it easy. See ya. See ya. <laughs>